0: or twice a month at least, I have a day where I just need to slow down. I either have a headache, I'm fatigued, I have brain fog, or sometimes all three. For me, it's most likely a result of whatever's going on with my thyroid that day, but really, the why of it isn't what I want to talk about today. Today, I want to talk about the specific circumstance of illness, or even fatigue, and some of the beliefs that I see parents carrying that interfere with or prevent them from taking care of themselves. This is important because if you can't find a way to slow down and tend to your body when it's giving you very clear signals that that is what it needs, you are drawing out the experience. The more you ignore it and try to push through it, the longer it's going to last, and the more likely it is to affect your patience with your family and your tolerance for other people's imperfections and humanity. In other words, your family will probably irritate you more, and you're much more likely to be reactive to them if you're not taking care of yourself when you're sick. And of course, I'm using the word sick loosely. I'm including Just your basic everyday headache and general fatigue in this category. Tending to yourself and taking care of yourself matters. It makes all of life's ups and downs easier to take. And I know if you stop and think about this, you can probably see it. It's not that hard to see. It's much more difficult to put it into practice. Why is that? To put it very simply, it's hard to put into practice because at some level, you believe that you can't. You believe that things will fall apart without you. And when you believe that, slowing down can feel like you're inviting a crisis. It can feel scary and dangerous, and so you don't do it. The trouble is, the way we think about this isn't usually so simplistic. We're not usually sitting here thinking, I can't do that or everything's going to fall apart or like the world will fall apart without me, right? We tend to focus more on the reasons why we can't do that. And they feel very true. If you really were just thinking, I can't stop or the world will fall apart, it might be a little bit easier to convince yourself otherwise. It's easy enough to show yourself that the world will keep going, even if you stop to rest. But usually this inner protest, these objections, are more subtle. My job as a coach is to identify and point out these objections, these sources of inner conflict, these thoughts that are standing in the way of you slowing down and taking care of yourself, and then help you see that they're just thoughts. They feel true. That's why you believe them. But they're not fact. And if you stop and ask yourself if the opposite of what you're believing could be true, you usually find that the answer is yes. And it helps disrupt your attachment to your thoughts as truth. So... What are some of these thoughts, these more subtle ways of expressing, I can't or the world will collapse? Let's take a look at a few of the big ones. Number one, I need to be present for them or they need me to be present. Most of us are doing our very best to be attentive and attuned to our children. This is a good thing that can become problematic when taken to an extreme. If you really buy into this idea, you probably feel guilty when you can't give your children your full attention, and you're much less likely to be willing to intentionally withdraw your presence and your attention so that you can rest. Number two My children won't play independently. This is a big one. When you believe that your kids can't or won't play by themselves, it becomes nearly impossible to trust them to let you rest without interruption or disruption. Even if you try, you're on edge or on alert for any little noise that suggests they need you. Number three. Screens are problematic. This one can come in so many varieties. Maybe you don't wanna deviate from their routine. You don't wanna set a precedent, or you worry that they will be dysregulated from too much screen time, and you feel like it's just not worth it. It might even be as simple as the thought that plopping them in front of a screen is lazy parenting. If this is you, it's worth recognizing and investigating. Sometimes putting on a movie really is the easiest way to give yourself space and rest. And when you really need the rest, that need outweighs the potential negative outcomes. Unless you're going to be beating yourself up about putting them in front of a screen Unless you're going to make your choice to use screens to help yourself mean that you're not doing your job as a parent and let that disrupt your ability to actually rest. If you can't use screens without worrying, then you're not going to be getting the rest you need anyway when you do put on a screen. So it really is worth taking the time to get really curious about how you view screens and whether or not using screens to give yourself some rest is worth the potential negative outcomes that your brain can come up with. Okay, these are just a few examples. I want to encourage you to take the time to figure out what it is that prevents you from slowing down and taking care of yourself. Get curious now when you aren't actively needing to rest, and then get to work proving yourself wrong. If you believe that your child can't play independently, for example, start gathering evidence that they can. Look for the little moments, the ones you might overlook if you weren't paying attention Create opportunities for them to practice. Do it now so that you have lots of evidence to counter your thinking when you actually need to. And listen, if this is something that has you stuck, I want to invite you to coach with me. Let me shine the flashlight on what's getting in your way and help you clear it. Go to my website, partneredpath.com, click on Coaching, and schedule your free consultation to get started. All right? Now, let's get some rest. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Are you fired up to make change in your family? Ready to change course and stick to it? You're going to want to get on my email list. It's like a direct line to my brain sent straight to you every week. It's helped my clients start making changes before they even get on a call with me. Sign up and get any of my free resources link in the show notes.